did not follow us in the first teaching, the part one of this series, Believers' Authority. The Believers' Authority. In the part one of this teaching, we said that believers have an adversary. And we established that the adversary of the believer is the devil himself. Because the Bible says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a royal lion seeking whom he may devour. Your adversary, the devil, definitely article, the devil. So, devil is your adversary. Devil is the only one enemy that you have. He is the enemy of God, and so is your enemy. Amen. The enemy of God is the enemy of a child of God. And we read scriptures from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the old armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against the host of the wickedness in the heavenly places. So therefore, take up the old armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Praise God. So, we told you that Jesus gives you authority because there is an adversary. There is an enemy of a believer who is the devil. And because we have an adversary, Jesus gave us authority. And I say authority is from the Greek word, esosia. Praise God. I remember I told you that that adversary, that enemy, is intentional. And is on purpose. He's so focused. And that is the reason why, because our enemy, who is the devil, is focused, is on purpose, is determined. That is the reason why the Bible says we also should be sober and be vigilant. And I told you that the word sober in the Greek is the word the self-discipline or self-control. That is the Original meaning is self disciplined or self control and be vigilant. It means to watch, don't lose God. Watch for the pitfall of darkness as they set it before us. Amen. So, I try to establish to us scripturally that believers in Christ have adversary. Most people listen to this. Most people will view life from humanistic perspective. What do I mean? We view life, we see things from the natural point of view. When certain things are happening around us, we only consider it to be normal. We only consider it to be natural. But the truth is this. It is not everything that is happening around us that is normal. Devil will never present any situation, any matter, or anything to you as if it's relevant. 
devil will always present things as if it is inconsequential. As if it is irrelevant. Meanwhile, devil is hiding under that incident to pull you down. So, you don't need to view things from humanistic perspective only. You need to view things also from the spiritual perspective. We are not supposed to live our life like the atheist. The atheist believe that anything that happens is just natural. It's just normal. They don't believe that Satan do anything or God do anything. Are you following me now? There is a battle consistently raging in the spiritual realm. Are you hearing me that? No? There is a battle consistently raging in the spiritual realm. And that battle is for the heart of a believer. When the Bible says Satan move about, say walk about, seeking for who he may be born. What he's saying is, he's looking for a heart to capture. I remember that in the part one of this teaching, I told you the story of Jesus. When he was led to the wilderness to pray, 40 days and 40 nights, and when Satan appeared to him, and bring temptation his way, the temptation was to have a hold of the heart of Jesus Christ. And that is the war, that is the war that is raging against every believer every day. Your heart is tending towards righteousness. Your heart is tending to do the will of God. But Satan is coming to wage war against that heart, to divert that heart to things that is contrary to righteousness, that is contrary to the plan of God for you. And that is the major war that is going on in the mind of the believer. But I see you winning in Jesus' name. I say, I see you win in the mighty name of Jesus. The book of John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So anytime Satan is waging war, he's waging war to do three things. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. Praise God. I'm trying to move fast because I have a very limited time. Now, the message I want to pass across to you today, within the limited time I have, is your adversary uses people. And I will explain to you, clear. And after the explanation, I will drop the microphone. Your adversary uses people. Satan couldn't operate in this heart in the, as a spirit. He cannot operate as a spirit. So he tried to find a vessel to use to perpetrate his evil. But you are not conscious, you are not aware. Most of the times, those that he possesses to perpetrate his evil are your close associates. They are your close associates. They are your colleagues in the office. They are your family members. At times, they are your spouses. I was counseling one young couple recently who Satan want to take advantage of the wife to penetrate into the life of that pastor. 
I was, I was counseling them. I told them, I said, see, you need to wake up. You need to wake up because Satan is taking advantage of your wife to penetrate into your ministry and destroy your ministry. All these things happening, you will think that it is normal. Those things are not normal. They are the underlying underlying walk of darkness. But to you, you feel, you feel, but my wife, you understand this. She's not understanding because there is an influence. You felt my husband should understand this now. This is so simple enough for him to see now. Is it not so glaring? It's not seen because there is an influence. Are you following me? So, in such a situation, you begin to see beyond the natural. Satan will never want you to address him. He will like you to address those close associates. He will like you to address your husband. He will like you to fight your wife. He will like you to fight your boss. He will like you to fight your pastor. He will like you to fight your co-ministers. He will like you to fight the people around you. because. You, he makes you to see them as the source of the problem. And in the real sense, that fellow, that human, is not the source of the problem. It's the devil behind the scene. 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 Until you begin to see devil behind the scene. You won't be able to overcome certain battles. I think I told you a story here before about um, what a pastor told us. I think it, it, that, that pastor is the president of Rema Bible Institute. About two young men that were about to fight. Those two young men, you know, they were already holding their fists, they were already shouting at themselves, and they want to fight. And this pastor was seated somewhere with his friend. And they, 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 were, they were spectating. And he said, he now told his friend, he said, see, these two young men now that are about to fight, it is not them, it is the devil. He said, I will do something now. You know that is the devil. He says, I will rebuke devil in them. And they will stop the fight. And he prayed his simple prayer. He said, devil, I stop your maneuverings. I stop your operation in life of this ones now. In Jesus' name. Amen. And right there and there, eh, they release their fist and the matter sets you. Are you following me now? The matter just died down like that. And I have done, I have done that on several occasions because my understanding has come to know that Man is not my enemy, but the devil himself. So when I see man manipulating things, working against me somehow, somewhere, what I do is I say, I rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you, devil. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me read what I wrote. I said, Satan couldn't operate on heart without, without the flesh. He therefore seek 
for vessel to operate through. They seek for the vessel to operate through. At times, you wonder why people are so upset and mad with you unnecessarily. Have you ever wondered before? Somebody just pick on you. Somebody doesn't want to hear your voice. It just ate you unnecessarily. And you're like, what happened? You try to make peace. It's not making peace with you. You try to set two issues. You, you try to beg. Okay, if I have offended you. Okay, I'm so sorry. But he was not ready to listen to your apology. Even when you know that you have not done anything wrong. I want you to look behind the scene. Go back to your prayer room and pray against the devil. Devil, in the life of my boss, I stop you working against me. I stop you working through this person against me. We have a lot of people that have made themselves available for the devil. And the devil is using them to antagonize you. I was somewhere, in fact, I was not even this um, uh, knowledgeable in Christ. I was somewhere trying to negotiate with a woman. and I want to, go, I want to get out something from the woman. So I sat at the front of the woman in her office. And as I was trying to negotiate, the woman was flowing along with me, you know, was trying to get something out. All of a sudden, a man just walked in, one of the staff just walked in. And he started antagonizing me. I was already talking to this woman. She's, I was, you know, had it been is now, I would have talked under my breath, I would just mutter the word and rebuke Satan straight. But because I was also operating out of flesh then, I didn't really have knowledge. What I did, I felt, I felt the battle was physical. What I did was to stand up. I felt my standing up will withstand him. So I refused to sit again and I stood. You know? And I faced him. And I was, you know, Trying to convince him, trying to let him, but today I know better. In such a case, you don't need to stand up. You just mutter the word under your breath. Satan, I rebuke you in the mighty name of Jesus. I stop your maneuverings against me through this vessel, and you will see Satan keep quiet. Are you following me, church? You are blessed. I'm going to show you some scriptures. Most of the times, we are tempted to deal with them on a human level. Not realizing that devil is the one behind the scene. It's behind the scene trying to get your attention of what God had told you. Or what God is about to do in your life. Satan is getting your attention of the word of God. He's getting your attention of what you believe in. Devil is, devil is a bastard. Hallelujah. He is a bastard. Recently, a brother was sharing something with me where he lives. This brother, we've been praying together for certain breakthroughs, certain area. We've been praying together. We've been trusting God. But 
anytime is at the point of breakthrough or negotiating through, you know, bargaining through, one of the neighbor will raise issues. And immediately he called me. I said, this woman said again, you know, one day I invited him. I said, he came and I gave him the analysis. I said, do you think that it is that woman that is operating? It is the devil operating through this woman against the plan and purpose of God for your life. Against what God has told you. Against your plans and aspirations. Praise God. How many of us let me put, let me, let me also, let me also talk to the couples there. It's really the young couples there. Let me talk to you. Sir, man, anytime you are planning something great, anytime you are taking decision and you are agreeing, because two cannot work together except they be agreed. Without agreement, you can't achieve anything. So when you get to the point where you are discussing and trying to get to a point to effect your bargaining or your discussion, one correct can just come up. It's always like that. But I'm sensitizing you now to be sensitive. When you, are, when you see something coming up and you see issues coming up, please, two of you, give yourself sense. Right there and there, start rebuking the devil. The devil, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We are achieving success. Yes, we are achieving success. Hallelujah. If you don't do that, you will think it's man. You will see that those things that you are supposed to achieve will be getting postponed. Will be getting postponed. Postponed. Devil and immediately devil discover that you consistently, or you are weak in that area, that you fall to that cheap tactic. He deploy it all the time. Immediately he sees that you, you, you fall for it. He will deploy the same thing all the time. And what he will do is to close your eyes, not to see him. But you keep on seeing yourselves. You keep on seeing your spouse. You keep on seeing your friend. You keep on seeing your sister. You keep on seeing your mother. You keep on seeing your father as the obstacle. Meanwhile, it's the devil. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Now, let us begin to look at some scriptures while we're running up. Jesus exemplified this understanding in the Bible for our learning. Jesus recognized when the devil, who when the devil was trying to get to him through blessing. Let's open our Bible to Matthew 16 and verse 16. In that Matthew 16, you know, after Peter, under the influence of God, confessed, as the, confessed Jesus as the Christ and the Son of the living God. You know, Matthew 16, 16, the Bible says that Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Hey, that statement is the church homage and allegiance 
That statement, that is our homage and allegiance. That's what Peter said. He says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You know, Jesus was asking them, who do men say I am? Because you cannot know him without him being revealed. You can only know Jesus by revelation. Can you guess me now? So Jesus Christ says, who do men say I am? He wanted to know. Oh, some says that you are Elijah. Some say that you are Jeremiah. Some say that you are the John the Baptist that's returned. You know? And um, Jesus Christ says, who do you say I am? I was talking to his disciples. And all of them were looking at their faces. Thinking. And the Spirit of God rested upon Peter. Boom! And Peter said, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. What Jesus said, if you, if you go to verse 17, says, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah. Blessed are you. Verse 17. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Can you see? So what you have just said is revelation. Somebody who was enveloped with the Holy Spirit and could bring such revelation, you will see what happened to him the next time. And in verse 18, the Bible says, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock, not Peter, on the revelation, on the revelation, that is, you receive this world by revelation. Say, on this revelation, I will build my church, and the gate of hate shall not prevail against it. Wow. Can you imagine? Peter received such a recommendation and a blessing. Say, blessed are you. Recommendation blessing at the same time. It was commended. 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. But something happened shortly after that. After that revelation and blessing in verse 21 the Lord started explaining to the disciples about his coming but the Messiah, somebody has, they believe him to save them. Now said, Well, I'm going to die. Ah! <laughs> Peter said, Brother Jesus, I beg, come, come, come. <laughs> he said, Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him and said, Brother Jesus, go for big bad thing. Eh? You are not going to die. I'm going to die. I rebuke death for you. I rebuke death for you. Ah, that sounded to Peter as if he was doing good things. But let us look at the way it sounded to Jesus. He says, Peter saying, What be it from you, Lord? This shall not happen to you. Hmm. Look at the way Jesus Christ sees it. Jesus Christ in verse 23. But it Turned and said to Peter, 
<laughs> Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan! Get behind me, Satan! What that means is this. At that very point in time, you know, Peter made himself available for Satan to possess him and to use him to speak against God's agenda for Christ. And when Christ had it, that a voice and utterance that is against God's plan for him had come out to him, he didn't close his mouth. Because a closed mouth will be a closed destiny. Any time foul word comes out to you, you better rebuke it. You better turn it back. Any time word of negativity comes to you, because every word carries life. Every word is a seed that we can that has the potential to germinate into a tree or into a stronghold. Are you following me now? Jesus rebuked Satan. Jesus did not rebuke Peter. After all, it was better that I spoke, right? Was it not better that I spoke? But Jesus knew that this is not Peter. This is Satan. And that is what I'm trying to establish to you because I'll be closing soon. That any time you see anyone you see anyone standing your way, don't see that man. Satan is using that man. Peter stood on the way of Christ. Peter happened to be one of the disciples now. So, the person that Satan wants to use to stand on your way could be somebody very close to you. If, it, if you know, it could be Mary. The same way Jesus will rebuke Mary, his mother, and say, Ah, mommy, <laughs> I rebuke Satan. Eh? I rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus, mommy. You know, I'm not teaching you to go and start uh, witch hunts people and be watching whatever you, anybody that speaks, I rebuke Satan in you. Ah, no, don't go and do that. <laughs> and you guess what I'm saying? You go and it will turn to something else. But anytime any negativity, word of negativity comes to you, please rule it out. Overrule it. Anywhere. 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 Overrule it. Don't embrace it. Don't accept it. It's not the person speaking. Is the devil speaking through the person? I will give you one instance. I will give you one instance. But the grace of God will be closing from there. When we were young, I will give you two, two examples. When we were young, my immediate younger brother, he was watching a man, was watching a man using digger. To dig ground. Huh? And in his mind, he said, hmm, 
this digger, we eat this now on the head. And he pronounced the word out. Immediately the word came. That the guy is that man on the earth. Devil took advantage of his mind that is not occupied to perpetrate his evil. And it happened like that everywhere. A friend of mine, a lady friend of mine, told me, he said, anytime when he goes to this um, children's school to drop them, he said, there is this man that stay on the middle of the road. That stop vehicle for them. You know, school usually employ them. He said, one day, you know, I said, vehicle will crush this man now. Hmm? Maybe he said that day or that. He said, this is why he told me is that she go, she go, I don't know what happened, you know. I just said something and it didn't happen. He was telling me, I don't know. That time, and now he took it. I said, hmm, and yeah. It's not a yeah. She doesn't know anything about it. And it happened too most of the time between husband and wife. Are you getting me? It happens all. Don't use foul words for yourselves. Even when the thought comes, you raise it. And I jokingly told her, I said, yeah. She now laughed. The man died and they go cross that man on that spot. So devil take advantage of man. He take advantage of people to penetrate his, his atrocity in the life of others. I'm exposing you to this knowledge so that you will not fall a victim. Anywhere in life. I have other examples from the scriptures, but time will not permit us to, to do all of that today. Anytime you find yourself in life and you see that things are, you want to move, it's like everybody's just standing. You needed somebody to help you here. Somebody just stand against it. You know, we needed a place to use for, for our, our church. The woman have already made up her mind to accept. Somebody, some people came to tell her ah, something else. I knew was the devil. I knew. I knew. So anytime you sense that, please, don't fight anybody. Eh? Mommy, anywhere in your house, anytime anybody is Going against you. Don't fight the person. As a matter of fact, love the person. But now go and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, every satanic power manipulating this person against me, I stop you. I stop you. I stop you. That is the secret. Devil manipulated Peter against Jesus. Because Jesus was to die and to resurrect for our justification, to save the whole world. But Peter said, no way, you won't achieve that. Ha! Let me finish that scripture. Matthew 16.23 But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You are an offense to me. That word offense is from the Greek word scandalon. Scandalon, the English word today, scandal. Scandalon. You know, it does offend. Does not mean that you have offended me? No, that's not what it's saying. I told you that Bible word is not English language. Unless you go and study the Greek understanding of, you know, it's from the word scandalon, 
and it means scandal or a trap stick that is set as a snare for someone. A trap, you no, know, you know, no. Thank you. That is, that is the offense that you are setting a trap for me, Peter. It's not Peter actually, it's the devil. Because devil always trap. It's this devil that set trap for people. Amen. So, he says, you are an offense to me. Or you are a scandal to me. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Hallelujah. So, Jesus recognized that Satan was speaking through Peter. Jesus knew what Peter said wasn't consistent with what the Father had clearly revealed to him of his work. He knew that this is not, this is not the will of God for me. This is not what was revealed to me concerning my destiny. Ah, this is counteracting the will of God for me. This stand against the will of God for me. And I will not close my mouth so that my destiny will not close. So, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you. So, always rebuke him. Always. Always. And that is the message I want to pass across to you this morning. I don't have two messages for you today. I have one. And that one message, as I conclude, is that your adversary uses people. And when you see him, use people, don't see people, see him. And when you see him, rebuke him. You know the will of God for your life. You know what God says concerning you. You know what the word says. Any time, any word comes from anybody that is contrary to the word of God, maybe word to say that you are sick. Maybe word to say that you will die. Maybe word to say that you will not succeed. Maybe word to say that evil will happen to you. Any word that is not in line with, that is not consistent with the word of God, anywhere, where it Anywhere it comes to you, stand against it. Rebook it. Go against it. In the name of Jesus, I see you fulfilling purpose. Shall we rise on our feet?